Men are people too. I mean, we got minds and hearts and souls. If you prick us, do we not bleed? Oh, please. Oh, sure, sure. The way you cavort from man to man to man to man. Man! Hey, who died and made you dean of girls? Oh, yeah? You know what you are? You know what you are, Mona? You're irresponsible and superficial. Oh? Well, you are pompous and supercilious. Hold it right there. What do you think? You're just going to call somebody supercilious and then walk out of here like nothing happened? Watch me. Dad, ready to go to the library? You bet I am. You got to look up supercilious. Hello. Welcome back to AOOA, the Who's the Boss podcast. I'm Tori. I'm Kevin. And we are here to rewatch and discuss every single episode of Who's the Boss. So far, that's what we're doing. We are, yeah. We're moving right along. <laughs> we are almost done with season five. I cannot believe it, actually. I know, yeah. Right? I know. Season we are yeah. actually almost done. I know. I, was, I noticed that today. I we was like... Three more seasons after this one. How many episodes do we have in season five? 25 five, five, episodes. Five, five more? Four more? Oh, how many more? do we have left? Yeah. Five more episodes, I think. Um, we're on yeah. 20, so oh, this one, okay. then All 21, right. 22, yeah, so okay. including this one, we have five more. Okay, the episode we're going to cover today is call, is from season five, episode 20, we already said that, yeah. and it is called Men Are People Too. It first aired on Tuesday, April 4th, 1989. Now, I didn't double check the San Bernardino Sun to make sure mm. that this one aired, but I think this is the correct date because the other dates right. have been correct. The TV Guide summary says, Mona is sweet on Tony's old friend, but when she dumps him, Tony <laughs> sours on her attitude toward men. Mona is sweet. I love that. <laughs> sweet on him. Yeah, it was a little bird play there. It's sweet and sour. Somebody worked hard on that one. I know, they did. All right, I got mine. Yeah, um, go. Tony convinces Angela to hire her... Uh, excuse me, let me start over again. Tony convinces Angela to hire for her roof repair, which it isn't really a roof repair, it's a sun... Right, it's a, it's a new thing that they're doing, okay, not a right. repair. Um, his former coach, Ralph. Mona can't resist seducing him just because he didn't flirt with her. Then dumps Ralph for the next conquest as soon as he's smitten. Another suitor... Poor Ralph. Another suitor left heartbroken. Tony, taking offense as fellow male and friend, at last gets Mona to promise she'll mend her man-eater ways. She doesn't, though. I know, I don't... <laughs> There's not... Mona's not gonna mend... I just think of that Hall and Oates song, Man-Eater. Right, yeah. This episode was written by Eric Gilliland, and this is his second-to-last episode. Okay. How many has he written before? He has written... I, asked, I just put you on the spot. No, I no, I have it open. So actual writing of an episode, he's written four. Double okay. Dump, A Spirited Christmas, okay. Men Are People Too, and then his last episode will be Super Mom Burnout. Okay. But he also worked in other capacities, like a story consultant and story editor on the oh, show okay. for longer. All right. Um, some of his other credits include The Wonder Years, Doogie Howser, Roseanne, mm. and I believe even as early, uh, I mean, as recent as 2019, he worked as a consulting producer on The Connors, which is the Roseanne reboot. Okay. Oh, 
There's something called Untitled Eric Gilliland Project, TV movie, executive producer, 2002. It doesn't seem like that. I guess it never got came finished. to fruition. <laughs> that didn't get finished. <laughs> All right, now, where'd my window go? Here it I is. Okay. I'm going to summarize this episode quite a bit okay. because All I right. feel like the podcasts are too long. Oh, is that right? Have you gotten feedback? I have not, no. Okay. Um, the people who listen I mean, to this show is, are too like nice. All I hell think. is breaking loose outside. I know, of course. As soon as, like, it's a yeah. nice night, so we open the windows, no. right? And that's yeah. what we get. And Sirens. It's like all, I mean, I'm waiting for the citizen update. Dogs barking. To tell me what is going on. I know, who knows? Because we we've been hearing sirens for like 10 minutes. So. Now, when this episode opens, there is a contractor or some sort of like handyman construction worker in the kitchen with Angela and Tony, and he is giving them a quote to put a skylight in the kitchen. So I guess we can assume that the second story of the house does not extend over the kitchen. Because otherwise, this right. is a like very a, bad idea. The kitchen idea. is just a very high... Oh, I'm sorry. Hang on. Before we go any further... Yeah. And I'm so proud of myself for discovering this. Oh, um, right. Yeah. The, the Men Are People 2 reference, I think, comes from a TV show that used to air on... a. It was like a variety... Um, a variety TV show or something that used to air on ABC called Kids Are People Too. That's funny. I don't and remember aired, that show at all. I actually kind of remember it. And it aired um, from 1978 to 1982. Hmm. So I think that's kind of where the... Yeah, that must be. Because that was older and obviously this is right. you know much With- later. <laughs> So I know, well, right? I'm much. just sitting like here pointing out the obvious. Seven, seven years later, right? But I mean, maybe it was but so popular, time, like yes. it was still like, yeah. So anyway, so that's where I think it comes from. Kids are people too. Okay, I don't know. I, I think you prove me wrong. Okay, back to my thing. Sorry, the second story doesn't go over the kitchen. I don't think so. I guess not. I don't think so. I think maybe it just doesn't. And we like just it, don't see that because we never see the back of the house anyway. And because it doesn't matter. Cause either that or, or they're going to build a, a, a skylight and a tube is just going to go through like Jonathan's room or something. <laughs> it would be Jonathan Actually, if it's going to be anyone's room right. that gets butchered. No, I think skylight. like I would guess like so if you go up the stairs on the, on the left side of the house, I say left side meaning like as I'm watching it on TV. You go upstairs, mm-hmm. and um, and then Angela is the far right, and maybe her room has to eventually end. Yeah, and I guess and so. And then there would be where the peak is for right. the for the kitchen. Okay. So I think I'm gonna go with it. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna I, instead of a skylight, Angela should have put a, a balcony there that she could have had a little right, area, like a little like um, patio. Yeah, 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 like a haven, if you will. Haven. (laughs) All right, so they have a contractor guy over because he—they're asking him to put a skylight in in the kitchen. She wants one over the um, table where they eat, and he quotes one thousand dollars. And Tony's like, one thousand dollars? Why don't we just? I mean, come on, seriously? How much would I have no idea? But like. What do you think a skylight would be today? It would be more than $1,000, no? Yeah, I mean, yes, because, I mean, I like that my favorite is that Tony's like, why don't we just wait for a meteor to crash? (laughs) Which is funny, very Tony, you know what I mean? All of a sudden, it's... But um, I don't know, I think a lot, because there's a lot that goes into it, because they're knocking a hole in in the ceiling and the roof and cutting through the attic, which is one thing, but I think the real, um, real, like, 
difficult part, I guess, if you will, is the, and, and somebody explained this to me before who did, who has done roof work, yeah. is the, being able to seal it around yeah, that would be. on the roof to yeah. make sure it doesn't leak, leak. Is, yeah. a, is a hard, matter of fact, it was when we used to live in Florida and we, I think we were looking into something, I forget what it was, but it's, it's the whole like putting in the, the skylight and mm -hmm. then making sure it's sealed so it doesn't leak down. That's not like not easy work. Right. So I think that's where it, now I don't know <laughs> who's the boss. I mean, whatever, <laughs> but I'm just saying though, it's I, a thousand bucks doesn't seem that expensive, but it is nineteen. Oh, I wonder if the attic is over this part of the house. I'm still stuck. We'll see now. <laughs> then, then that's a whole different. Because yeah. like, I'm looking, we have, we a, have skylight a skylight right now here that I'm looking that at. We did not put it in. Attic. It came like, we with have the a house. peak and it cuts through the attic. Yeah. So, um, and it has anyway, I would say that these days a skylight would be, I mean, three, four thousand dollars. I'm just going to throw that out. There. I would say even like six to ten. Really? I don't okay. know, but what do I know? Six to ten seems steep. But a thousand dollars seems like a pretty good deal for a skylight. But it is also 1989. Right. All right, but. Tony says, yeah, he doesn't like the price. And he's saying, you know, why don't we just wait for a meteor to crash in? And he's like, you know what? We're just going to get some other um, quotes. Oh, so he's done with this guy. Well, we, and we get, the, we get the feel that they've used this guy before. Like, this is probably, like, their main guy because he yeah, seems they're a bit like, insulted. They're they're, he's on a first-name basis. Yeah, and they're he's like, you know, burnt. you're just toying with my name. emotions, and now you're going to go get somebody else for this oh, job said, and yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. So he's pretty offended. So he leaves, and Angela's like, I know what you're doing, Tony. This is the third, or she, he's been through third several off. contractors that he's upset and had leave the house because he doesn't like their quote. And she thinks that he is doing this because she wants him, he wants her, I mean, to hire his old baseball coach from school. This makes no sense. I know. She's, they're setting it up for us, though. They're explaining to us what's happening here. And she's like, I don't want to hire him because he's a friend and, you know, he shows up and he, maybe he's not doing the work very well or he wants more money or something. How do you deal with that with a friend? And Tony says, hey, Angela, can I have a raise? And she says, no. And he says, just like that. Because <laughs> uh, Angela has a pretty good friend already working for her. True. So just then, the coach just happens to be there. And he knocks on the he door and Tony up. lets him in. He's like, oh, Coach Ralph, you just happen to be in the area. So nice to see you again. Okay, this actor's name is Dan Hadaya or Hadaya. I don't know that I'm pronouncing that correctly. I apologize. I know, yeah. He <laughs> has such a recognizable face. I know. I feel, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh my gosh, I know this guy from like a ton of shows. Yeah. And I don't. I mean... The only show that I think I recognize him from is Yesteryear because I'm one of the few that used to watch Yesteryear. <laughs> um, I used to like that show, but um, that must be where I recognize him from, and I don't even know from what. Like, I don't, was he? He must have been somebody's father on that show. Yeah, I have no idea because that show was like in the in the 2000s, I think. His first credits on IMDb are from 1975 in Ryan's Hope. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, mm, just yeah, a that's... ton of credits. Uh, St. Elsewhere, Hill Street Blues. Twilight Zone. So yeah. I think we've just like seen him on a lot of stuff. Sure. He also, let me just make sure he's not in an episode of Taxi. Doesn't look like he is. Okay. No, I didn't see Taxi anywhere. I, I just combed through his internet movie database. And what was the other? Oh, Cheers. Six episodes of Cheers. So yeah, definite working actor still working. His last um, IMDb credit is from 2021. 
He's got two of them in 2021. Wow. So Coach Ralph comes in and he's asked Tony how he's doing. And Tony's all like, oh, I'm doing good. You know, I'm eating nutritional food. He's basically catching this guy up as if he was still in school. I'm eating good food. I'm getting lots of exercise and sleep and I'm staying away from girls. And then the coach smacks him on the back of the head because there's a woman present. Right. So we get the impression that Coach Ralph is a very, he's a sweet, kind of quiet, um, I'd maybe say a little boring, <laughs> uh, just kind of reserved mm, guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so he introduces himself to Angela. He, he likes to act proper around a woman and he's very polite, super polite. So they explain to him where the skylight is supposed to go and he gives his quote. Now his quote at first is $950. Right. Which Tony is like, oh, that's $50, $50 cheaper than the last yeah. guy. So he's really trying to sell this guy now. And then he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I did the math wrong. It's actually $1,050. So it's $50 more. Uh, <laughs> but Tony's like, what's, what's $50? $50? It's <laughs> yeah. actually $100 more than his original quote. It is. But Just $50 saying. less than the other. No, I mean, I more than the right. other quote. Right. And Coach Ralph says, listen, I don't want you to hire me just because I'm Tony's friend. I want you to hire me. I want you to hire the best person for the job, you know, and someone who's going to do an honest day's work. And Tony loves hearing that, too. So he's really trying to push Coach Ralph. And Angela decides she's going to go with it. So she's like, okay, yes, you can have the job. Now, while Angela is kind of going over where she wants the skylight and all of the details, Mona comes in all dressed up. She has like a dress okay. on with See, a jacket this, and a hat. This makes more sense. I My antenna TV, which is what I rely on, <laughs> does not have any of this. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is kind of an so, important part here. I know that's what I'm noticing here. Yeah. It makes more sense, like looking at your... And Your when she, she comes in, Tony's like, oh, Mona, you look great, you know, and he's kind of going over. He's like, no, uh, you're oh, going to be turning. twirl with a hand yeah. and pulls the hand off. <laughs> he says, oh. you're going to be turning some heads today. But mm. she notices that Ralph's head is not turned because he is talking to Angela. But oh she gosh. says to Tony, what's wrong with his head? And then Tony's like, oh, okay, I'll introduce you. So he introduces the coach and Mona to each other. And she's immediately flirting with him. She calls him Ralph. He's like, everybody calls me coach. And she says, I don't need coaching. See, and this is like a pivotal scene to be cut. It is because what this shows. It leads is, up to why Mona goes after him. Right. So, okay. and but I th do. Okay. So in Antenna TV's defense, the next scene also kind of does okay. that. But I guess this just adds more to it. So right. we're seeing that Mona is trying to flirt with him and it's not really working. And so if there's one thing that's going to get under Mona's skin, it's that. So then Ralph leaves and she says to Tony and Angela, I wonder what Coach was like when he was alive. Mm. So now they cut to later. Oh, this is the same day. She's still. Okay, so later that day because he's now working and she. Wow, this guy came over, gave his quote, and then immediately got to work. He said he could start right away. Oh, he did? Okay, sorry. I don't. I didn't know that right away meant that day. Yes. <laughs> he must not have anything going on. <laughs> no. And plus, he already rode all the way out from Brooklyn, most likely, so True. he might as well stay and start working. So Mona comes in, and she's, like, looking up. He's, he's on a ladder, I'm guessing cutting a hole in the ceiling. Like, that's the other sure. thing, too, I love about sitcom construction. Like, there's just a few drop cloths down. And he's supposed to be cutting a hole. And, like, that whole bench over by the window would be covered in drywall. That's they would true. have had to take all this stuff down. Right. Even maybe move the refrigerator. Like, it's just funny that the kitchen looks normal and there's just a ladder. So, 
she comes in and she's trying to talk to him and it's not really working. Like she's like, oh, it's lunchtime. Do you want to have lunch with me? And he's like, oh, thanks for reminding me it's lunch. But he wants to sit on his little pail and just eat by himself. He doesn't, he's not interested in having lunch with her. Then Tony comes in and he sees that this, that the two of them are in there and he's just being goofy. And he's like, hey, check this out. And he throws a baseball up into the hole that is already there. And then we hear the ball like kind of roll right. and bounce. And then we hear a cat scream, a cat meow. <laughs> <laughs> like obviously the ball rolled off and then yes. apparently killed a cat. It's a very neat hole in the ceiling. Yes. I am impressed with this guy's work already. Yes. So then Ralph's like, oh, I forgot my thermos, and he leaves. So while he's gone, Mona decides to take this opportunity to talk to Tony and be like, what is this guy into because I can't get anything out of him? And Tony explains that, I don't know that you have this whole scene here. I don't think I have it, yeah. Tony explains that he's a widow. His wife died. He's very big into family. He carries a picture of his grandson with him everywhere. Actually, I do have have it. He loves baseball, and he's a big opera fan. So he's giving Mona a couple tips on things that he can do to talk to him about. And she's just saying, you know, like, you know, he's cute. She wants to get to know him more. But really, she just wants to figure out why someone is not actually interested in her when that doesn't happen very much. So Tony leaves again, and the two of them are left together. And she's again trying to talk to him. And then she starts humming an aria from an opera that I can't remember what it was. Right, of course. And he's, he realizes that she's humming that. She's like, oh, you know what it's like when you get an uh, aria just stuck in your head. And then the kids come in. And as soon as she sees Jonathan, she's very effusive with Jonathan. Like, oh, it's so great to see you. I love you so much. I missed you, kids. And Jonathan's like, Grandma, I don't have any money. So <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and then Sam is holding a bag or a tape. So they went to the video store and they rented the tape that she wanted. And it's Chippendales. A mm. Night at Chippendales. A Night at Chippendales. Like, what else is Mona renting? Of course. Like, so Mona's going to go sit home now. This is basically Mona's pornography. I mean, right? <laughs> I She's going to go sure. <laughs> make herself some dinner and go sit on the couch and just watch men dance around on the, on the VCR for I mean, the whatever. If she doesn't she have a date. She lives by herself. Do what you, do what you want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not judging her that's for it what, uh, but it's just funny because it's like you know there really wasn't um easily accept that's accessible what gets, internet gets the mona the time, mona's so. rocks off yeah uh, whatever and she sent her children her grandchildren to go get the videotape for which her. is insane in itself but now she's whatever. trying to play it off and she's like oh no no i didn't want chip and dales i wanted a night with chip and dale right and Sam's like, no, you didn't, because right. I wrote down exactly what you said, and that's what you said. And I was supposed to believe that. So she's, again, like, showing off Jonathan, oh, my wonderful grandson. She says, you know, I need a new picture of you because I've worn through the one I'm already carrying around. And Jonathan says, well, then you shouldn't press so hard when you black out the teeth. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I know. So she's... Um, sweet talking him the kids leave she's talking to him more she's like you know we have a lot in common so why don't we go have dinner he agrees to have dinner and so now she has her date all right she locked it in yep now it's the next morning and ralph's not there yet and mm. angela's sitting on her her kitchen cabinets are all covered in drop cloths that are very clean for there being a hole in the ceiling yes and i'm guessing they covered that up with something overnight <laughs> i'm hoping 
So she wants to know where is he? Like this, you hi- you wanted me to hire this guy. I hired him, and now he's not here. But and he comes Tony, in. It's immediately Tony's problem. Yeah, and he, he comes in a little late, and he's humming a song, and he's in a very good mood. And coach is like, and Tony's like, "Ooh, coach, what's got you got in such a good mood?" Then Mona comes in the kitchen from the other door, humming the same song with a smile on her face. Oh boy! And so now they're like, "Oh, okay, I see what happened." Mona's dressed up again. So this must be a weekend day from yeah, what I, I guess can gather. So. And it's the morning time. So she's dressed nicely and she's wearing, she tells Angela, I borrowed your necklace. And Angela says, I wanted to wear that necklace tonight. And she says, no, it looks better on me anyway. Okay, thanks. Why, uh, <laughs> like that doesn't make it right that no. you borrowed it, you stole it, and then you say it looks better on me. Right. Classic Mona. So once Mona leaves the kitchen, Ralph is letting, telling them that he and Mona went out last night and that he's a very, she is a very special woman and he made a gift for her. So yeah. at some point after going on this date with Mona, this man went home and whittled candle holders, candlestick holders. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so he pulls out an M and an R candlestick holders. And they're looking, and Tony and Angela look at them and they're like, oh, they're so sweet for Mona Robinson. And then Tony's like, oh, thanks, Angela. I thought maybe it was Martha Ray. Okay. Well, hang on. Like yeah. two things real quick. Mm-hmm. So when you know, when he pulls out the letters at first, he, ha- he holds them up backwards. Yes, he does. So he holds them as RM, which is actually kind of funny in a way. Like, like when a guest star comes in, they don't kind of know what's going on. Like, and it's, I don't know. Yeah, like or he it's part thought. of this guy's character also because he's supposed to be like a little dim, I feel. Yeah, maybe. All right. Yeah, or the guy just grabbed them in the wrong order. Right, but you think they would have redone it? Like, why didn't... Oh, yeah, no, no. No, no, this is classic. Did anyone fall down and break something? No, No. keep going. Keep going. So then when Tony takes them from him, he puts them in the right order. Right. And holds them up in the right order. Right, and then then he says he didn't think they were for Martha Ray, which uh, Martha Ray was a... um, was a, an American comic actress and singer who performed in movies. She, um, and later on television as well. Um, and she was also in plays in Broadway. Anyway, so. The thing I know her most from is that in her later years, when she was yeah. very old, right. she'd been married like a, a bunch of times. And then right. she married a man named Mark Harris. Yep. And they used to go on the Howard Stern show all the time. And they would interview Mark. I don't know like how much... she would go with him on the show? I don't know, I don't know if it was big. more of a call-in or mm. if it was after but, uh, no, she I died. No, I mean, like, but she was w- on the show. I remember him talking more. I mean, that's her last... That's who she was married to until yes, she died. until she died, yes. Which wasn't... I don't think that And was. they used to make of, fun... Three years later. I don't think they they... And I don't know anything about Mark Harris's background, but I think the joke on the Howard Stern show was that they were not convinced that Mark was straight, right, and right. married to her. They right. kind of thought that he was maybe doing it for the money, right. Um, and I actually don't, or like he was a beard, or no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, no, she was a beard. What is it? Yeah, that's she probably, was the beard. I don't She'd think either of those are really appropriate to say, but oh, I think that probably well, would have been the case. God, that saying the beard, yeah, it's not appropriate. But I don't know if. Um, yeah, I think they were just like making fun that he was using yeah, her for money right. because she was older and she was dying. But he was also her caretaker. So anyway, I just remember hearing him on the show and I remember hearing him talk more than her. If she ever spoke, I'm I'm not oh, sure. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, it was like back. In, I feel like that was back. I had to be back in the 90s, right? Yes. That was around Matter of fact, here died. on, on um, 
Yeah, she died in 93, I believe, it said. No, I think it's later than that because they lost their well, house in the 90, earthquake, right? This is 94. Okay, yeah. Okay, she died in 94, right, and they lost their house. They lost their house in the Northridge uh, yeah, earthquake. You're right about that. I remember reading that the other night. Yeah. Um, but it said that um, in her personal life, it says... On Wikipedia, it says Ray's personal life was complex and emotion emotionally tumultuous. <laughs> she was married seven times. Oh, wow! And he was the last one, yes, obviously, that yeah. she was married to. So, but here's the other thing with the candlesticks. I'm not convinced that he didn't make Mona and Ralph, and they just think it's Mona Robinson, and mm. they kind of don't say that because he's quite smitten That's with her true now. Too. That's very good at this point. So he says that he would like to ask Mona out again, and he's trying to get ideas from Tony. You know, I'm going to take her dancing. I'm going to do this. And Tony's like, listen, just slow down. Remember what you used to tell that me is such, when I was... Hang on. That's such a good point. Like, because when he pulls them out, it says RM, like Ralph and Mona. Right. So maybe that's why he's maybe not necessarily holding why. them in the Mona Robinson order. But then Tony corrects them. Right. Anyway, sorry. Go yes. ahead. And he... Tony's like, remember what you used to tell me when I played baseball? Relax. Keep your eye on the ball. And, he, and then Ralph says, and wear your cup. And Tony's like, with Mona, that's probably not a bad idea. No. Zing. <laughs> yeah. So Ralph decides he's going to go out in the living room and he was going to ask Mona out on a date. So she's kind of ignoring him now when he gets out there. She's not big into talking to him because he wasn't interested in her. She got him interested in her. She went out with him and now I think she's kind of done with him. Yeah, that's about right. And Jonathan comes down the stairs and he's like, oh, grandma, it's so good to see you. And he gives her a big hug and she's like, get off me. I haven't even had my coffee yet. Right, it's all like, of a sudden the family grandma's gone. No, yes, it sounds like me too. Hit the, the bricks, morning. kid. <laughs> that's what she says. Hit and the bricks. He says, boy, well, he's, he's been calling her Nana, and right. he says, Nana, come, Nana, go. That's it. And he walks off. So where is Mona going? Okay, so Mona has a morning date. She hasn't had coffee yet, but she's mm. all ready for a, a date. A morning date. A day date. Yeah. All day. So before Ralph can ask her out, the doorbell rings, and she's like, shouldn't you be going back into the kitchen and getting back to work? She's right. being he really shitty okay. here. I know. Which I know they have to kind of prove the point that she's done with him, but it almost seems out of character for Mona. Then she opens the door, and there is standing like a handsome older man who mm, looks like he fox. is. Yes, he's a sober fox, and he looks wealthy the way he's dressed. Right, of course. Now this actor is. Yeah, I looked him up um, recently. Lou Felder, I believe, yeah. right? Lou Felder, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What, oh. Oh, that's what you were saying. He's in an episode of The Thundermans, which yes. our kids like to watch. Oh, right, which is a recent episode, 2015. That show was from 2015? I didn't yeah, realize it was that kind of old. Or, um, sorry, an older show. Older, yeah. Yeah, I don't really see anything else. Oh, my gosh. He plays the sales clerk in one of my favorite movies ever, Mickey and Maude. Mm. When we ever finally sit down and watch Mickey and Maude, I'm going to have to look for him now. Okay, and he's actually in Naked Gun 33 and a third, the final insult. Which is funny because he kind of looks like a um, um, discount Leslie Leslie Nielsen. I know, but he's not. He doesn't play his character. He's present. So he's yeah. He's just presenter. Oh, and he played an anchor in an episode of Murphy Brown. He the guy he looks, looks like, like an, an anchor. anchor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great casting there. Okay, so Mona leaves, and Ralph comes back in because he wants to show Mona the candlesticks he whittled, and Mona's walking out the door with this guy. So now he goes back into the kitchen, and he's very upset, and he's like, "I'm sorry, but I can't. I'm not going to be able to work for you because 
I, you know, I have feelings for Mona now and I just watched her go out on a date with somebody else and I'm very upset. So he picks, he gathers up all his stuff and he leaves. And right when he leaves, we hear a thunderclap. Mm. And then it starts raining on Angela's head in the open hole. <laughs> yeah, which tells Mona, I'm sorry, Angela confirms that she hired the wrong person, yes. did the wrong thing. But I love, okay, what I love here is as the, so first of all, I would have loved to have known the logistics of getting the water, like what they did here. Because well, there's something up in the. Yeah, so someone's standing up in the rafters, in the and rafters, they've got and like a little. Dumped, they're like drizzling water. Drizzl- on their head. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm almost picturing funny. like you know the old timey ways you would. Oh, maybe people still use it. The little watering cans, yeah. Yeah, you know, right. just holding it over her head. But then what I love is that so if she gets water dripped all over her head. Right. Tony leads her over to one of the drop cloths, and as it's fading, he's dabbing the side of her face with the drop cloth. <laughs> he's trying to make it better. So it now somebody has gone up there and put a tarp on the ceilings to keep the rain out and it's sagging. So it's like a sagging bag now coming through the kitchen ceiling. Right. And now the old, do you not have this part? Uh, no, I don't think I do. Okay. I don't. So now the old um, contractor from the beginning oh, of the show okay, is yes. back. No, I do not. I don't have any of this. Okay. And he's like, well, it's going to be $2,000. And they're like, what? You said it was going to be $1,000. And when you said there was going to be $1,000, there wasn't a hole in the ceiling already. Right. And he's like, yeah, but now I got to I gotta take this hole out and put my own hole in because this hole's no good. Well, how would you? But then you got to patch up an old hole, which seems I guess like maybe he's just going to make the hole slightly bigger to deal with the water damage of this. I have no idea. Uh, it's it's we, silly. It doesn't know? make any sense. And right. Tony doesn't believe it either. So he tells him to go take his shoes for a walk, and he pushes him out the door. And Angela's like, "This is great." So now I have a sack of water hanging in my kitchen. I was really waiting for this sack of water to burst on someone, and it <laughs> never happened. Water. And I was very disappointed in that. Um, and you know, I have no one working on the kitchen and this is all your fault. And Tony's like, don't blame me for you retaining water. He's like, this is not my fault at all. If anyone, this is Mona's fault. Uh, yeah. And then in comes Mona. Yeah. Yep. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. (laughs) So Tony gets into it with Mona and he's like, this is your fault because you went out with Ralph and then you check. Yes, and then you lost interest in him, mm-hmm. and now you dumped him. Yes. And now he's upset, and you want nothing to do with him. And Tony storms out of the kitchen, and Angela says to Mona, I think he wants you to follow him out there. So she does, and he's asking her, like, what happened last night? What did you guys do? And she said, we went to the dinner, we went to dinner, went to the movies, and we had a nice time. And Tony's like, yeah, yeah, I get it, nice time. So he's figuring Mona slept with this guy, and then lost interest in him but they don't really i'm not clear on if mona actually had sex with him yeah maybe maybe I, she just went out yeah i think but she you just, just have went to assume that it's mona mona right. doesn't play around like and tony knows her yeah it's gonna get you know right. it's going down but i guess what i love about this storyline so one this okay this is a really good storyline for them to bring up and i feel like they're doing this in a better way then remember the episode Your Grandmother's a Bimbo where I kind of feel like they got a bit lost and they didn't really know what they were trying to say. Yeah. I feel like they do a better job in this episode because one, it's an interesting story for them to tackle in 1989. This is an older woman that they are basically comparing to how men treat women. You know, like for a man to oh, do the right. things that right. Mona is doing yep. 
no one blinks an eye. Right. You know? And Tony has done the same thing. I'm right. sure he has gone out with women and slept with them and oh, then yeah. decided he wasn't calling them back the next day. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, yeah. But now we're seeing a woman in this position right, and we're seeing Tony kind of come to the defense of men saying like, you really shouldn't treat men like this. And so I really, I applaud that this, I applaud the storyline and I applaud how Mona stands her ground here as far as like, she comes around a bit in the end as far as like, I, you know, I should have treated him a little nicer and been kinder, which yes, everyone should do that for everyone. But right. she is not apologizing for how she lives her life. And in a way, I guess kind of good for Mona. Yeah. Well, Tony says, you know, here's what happened. He wasn't interested in you, and that pissed you off, and so you got him interested in you. You got what you wanted from him, and now you're done, and he and you're finished with him, and you've moved on to the next guy. And he's like, you just you use men like this, and it's not right. And so they get into a fight. He ends up calling her superficial, mm. and she calls him supercilious. Oh, and then she storms out. And then when Samantha comes downstairs, she's like, hey, Dad, you ready to go to the library? I guess they were planning to go study together. Oh, right. And Tony I keep says... forgetting Tony's in... I know. It's been He's a while like, yeah, since they've referenced that Tony's in college. In a bit. Yeah. And so he says, I am ready to go because I need to go look up the word supercilious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty funny. That's pretty funny. I looked up supercilious because I figured I knew what it meant, but... I just wanted to get the exact definition. What does it mean? It basically just means like you think you're superior to other people. Oh, okay. Mona goes into the kitchen and she's telling Angela what just happened in the living room. She's saying, you know, and then he called me superficial and she's all mad. And Mona's saying, what, what is wrong with the way that I live my life? And Angela says, there's, there's nothing wrong with the way that you live your life. And Mona explains that when she was younger... She had a family, and she had a young child, and she didn't go out a lot. She was married young, and so now is her time to be able to do the things that she wants to do. And Angela's pretty much on her side here. Yeah, and, and she's got a point. Yeah. Again, she's got a point. She does. And she says, Angela's like, you know, the only thing is that you do go through men a lot, and you might be missing out on meeting someone really wonderful mm. if you can actually spend more time with one person to get to know them before moving on to the next person. But I feel like this is decent advice for Mona. She's, she, and Angela's saying it because she wants her mom to eventually find someone and, you know, be able to Right, like be, settle down or whatever. Yeah, be able to have someone to be with as she grows older. She's not judging her for the way that she lives her life. And she's giving her decent advice about, you know, taking the time to maybe get to know someone before you move on. So Mona takes that to heart and she decides that she's going to do it. And she invites Ralph over. She makes some tea and she decides that she's going to get to know him. They talk a little bit and then we see next he Ralph is back at work in the kitchen and he's up on the ladder and he's fixing the hole in the ceiling again, working on the skylight. And Tony comes in and he's like, oh, you know, hi, how's it going? And he says, it's, I'm doing great. You know, my, Mona invited me over and we had a really good talk. Hmm. Tony's like, okay. okay. Then Mona comes in and she says hi to Ralph. They're very polite with each other. And Mona and Tony are kind of still at odds a bit. They are sort of looking at each other. She's bringing in her laundry. Do you think she's doing that laundry? Or you think no. she's bringing that downstairs for Tony to do Yes. It? Absolutely. Yeah. 
So Tony follows her out into the living room and they start talking. And she lets him know, you know, I invited Ralph over so that I could get to know him a little better. And Tony's like, oh, that's great. How did it go? And she says, I don't like I him. I don't like him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I know. But Mona knew she didn't really like this guy to begin with. Right. I mean, I, kind of, I feel pretty bad for Ralph. Right. This poor guy just came over here to do a job. He's minding his own business. He got looped in. He doesn't seem very interesting, in. but he seems very polite and sweet. And yeah. yeah, he got all wrapped up in Mona, and then she has she had no interest in, in him in the beginning. And she explains to Tony, look, he's really looking for a traditional woman, and that is not who I am at mm. all. And then, you know, she's like, I know that you don't approve of it, but this is just, this is how I plan on living my life. And there's nothing really wrong with that. She's like, I don't treat all men like playthings, but I'm going to um, enjoy the time that I have now that I missed out on when I was younger. But they make up and she says, will you take back superficial? And he says, if you take back supercilious. (laughs) And they agree. And then she says, you know, there is one guy in my that life. That means Tony looked up supercilious. So yes. Now he knows what it means. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he wants to take it back. <laughs> and she says to Tony, you know, there's one guy in my life that actually means a lot to me and that I, you know, I don't want to lose him. And then they hug, which is very sweet. And Mona has always been on the up and up with Tony, mostly yeah, because she wants him true. to bang her daughter. I, and which, I, when you say it like that, <laughs> weird, but whatever. Yes. You're absolutely right. Who's the boss will be back in a moment. Stick around. In the tag, Tony and Mona, the tag is interesting because it's not really, you know, like normally the tag is like a little button at the end that is separate kind of from the show. Mm -hmm. This just continues because they hug and then when they come back from the stick around, it's them (laughs) hugging still. I know. Well, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so it's more of a continuation than an actual, like, little tag that's kind of just a funny bit at the end. That's true. So she tells Tony, you know, in the future, I promise, I will be more careful with who I flirt with. Mm. And Tony's like, okay, you're you're a good woman, Mona. He is like, that's good. Yeah. What what have we established here? (laughs) Well, I mean, she just means, like, she wants, her, I think what she's saying here is, I will make sure that, People are on the same page as me oh, I when I date people the okay. way I plan to date people. Sure. And not just, you know, do this to someone who I know probably wants to have a relationship. So then she goes to the door and there is a waterman standing there. Yeah. And now she's like, oh, hello. Which is consistent because they have a water cooler thingy in the kitchen. They do. And this is not Ernie, but in later seasons, we will meet the water guy named Ernie. Oh, And he is one of Tony's friends. Now, this actor is John K. Shull, and I'm going to mention him because he's done quite a bit of Star Trek. So I don't know who he is, but I feel like if there are Star Trek fans out there... They may recognize at. him because he's yeah. in They're Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Klingon, Star Trek Klingon Academy, and Star Trek Voyager. Yeah, and his internet movie database oh, picture is him as a Star Trek character. Yes, and Star okay. Trek The Next Generation. Oh. But the interesting thing is that he has played different characters pretty much in all of these. So it's not like he's one character, I think, that goes oh, like throughout. Like a known character, like right. Maybe he just plays different types yeah. of aliens that have enough stuff on their face that you can't tell it's him from show to show. And she says to him, wait a minute, are you deep or easily emotionally wounded? And he says, no. And she's like, well, then hi. And that's (laughs) the end of the episode. 
Mona's got a new man for seven minutes. All right, you go first with the rating. Uh, okay, rating. Um, you know what? I, I didn't not like this episode. I thought it was pretty okay. Um, um, I gave it a seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I didn't, um, you know what I mean? I, I thought, um, like, uh, I mean, it's classic Mona, you know, doing her thing. But then, you know, she kind of, I don't know. I just thought that it was overall a seven. And, um, you know, it didn't have a lot of Angela or the kids or anything. And it was more like a Mona and yeah. Tony-based episode, which, you know, we don't see all that much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It was a seven. I gave it a 6.5. Okay. I also liked it more than I expected to. That's probably what I meant to say. <laughs> and I liked the subject matter that they're dealing with. And I feel like they did a better job with it here than we've seen in the past. Mm. And I'm specifically calling out my grandmother's a bimbo episode. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, yeah, like, that's a good point. It's kind of similar storylines, but I, I do think this one was a clearer story. You know, yeah. not everyone's used in the episode as much, whatever. The kitchen stuff's kind of funny that there's a hole in the ceiling. Right. Like and then, the oh, and there rains on Angela's, Angela's head. Oh, yeah, that, actually, I thought Angela's that was really head. funny. <laughs> so it's not my favorite. It's not some one that I would probably go back and wa- rewatch a lot. Right. Um, the Ralph character is kind of boring, but I think he's supposed to be. Right. But I yeah, do. He is what he is. I applaud them for taking on this kind of plot line, and I like the way they handled it. Okay. Who's the boss around here? Me or my mother? Or maybe it's you. I went with Mona as the boss. Because, like, I mean, I've already gone over this, but, you know, she wasn't very apologetic for how she lives her life. She explains why this is the way she does. Right. Is the way she is. You know, she took in Tony's feedback and Angela's feedback, and she made small adjustments as to maybe how she treats individual people. Okay. But I do think that she is still the boss of her behavior in this episode and was not going to back down as far as being judged for how she dates. Okay. I agree with you 100%. Uh, Mona is clearly the boss in this episode. I mean, it's obviously not Jonathan. Right. (laughs) Samantha's kind of a boss for getting her the Chippendales Um. VHS. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's a close second for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely Mona. She's, you know, she's she's running things the entire episode. She kind of knew what she was doing from start to finish. Um, you know what I mean? And then like still like kind of apologizes to Tony and they have like a, you know, a moment in the living room there. But yeah. then goes back to old Mona ways by oh yeah um, the water guy water showing up guy. and whatever. Yeah. So yeah, she's uh, Mona's definitely the boss in this episode. All right. Well, you can reach us at Who's the Boss Podcast on Instagram or Who's the Boss Pod One on Twitter. On Facebook, our page is the Who's the Boss Podcast page or go to anchor.fm slash WTB podcast and there you can leave us a voice message. Next time we're covering the episode Working Girls. This episode has a super sweet Angela and um, Samantha moment. Oh, and Tony and Jason. Oh, I'm excited. I don't cute. remember this episode at all, just like the rest of them. You might, um, no, we might remember I mean, it a bit probably once re-watch we watch it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, that, that's it. All right. Bye, everyone. Thank all you. Right. Okay, bye. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a big thumbs up and tell all your friends. And maybe you can tell your grandma, your mother, and y- your sister or brother, maybe have no siblings. Tell your dog and cats. Bye.